I don't think of myself as a person who watches a lot of television. That's not true, but it's not how I think about myself. And with this interruption in my normal schedule, and with this being a time when seasonal programming starts up and when some of the programs that I've been watching kind of hit their kind of, I guess it would be the first quarter of their seasons in most cases. Um, and despite my best efforts, given that there was the shift in location and that my internet was in one location and I was staying at another, um, I, I missed a few shows. The, the reality is my PVR is pretty much full. And so a number of the shows, even if they were able to record, uh, got cut off. Not a real big deal because many of the shows are actually available on demand on that same, same internet cable service. <clears throat> Which is to say the reason I have cable is it actually came with my internet. For a number of years, I didn't have any cable. Uh, I don't remember exactly how many years it was. But um, I I still watched some programs. Um, I had to find them. I had to find them on the websites of the broadcasters. And they would stream them, say, the week afterwards. I've talked about that a little bit before. But one of the tricky parts was if you didn't watch it within the right time span, it would be going away. And I was watching serial um, dramas at that point. Um I think uh, the Arrow and um, <clears throat> and the Flash were among them. I remember in particular trying to find the Flash, and I'd followed a few other programs as well. And eventually, I got cable again. I got an upgrade in my internet to fiber optic, and it just came with it. So what the hell? And I started watching some, some programs again, and and I was I was wondering what I wanted to watch. Um, I think I mentioned before that I tend to watch, well, I'll call them reality or documentary television programs, but, you know, if you include ancient aliens, <laughs> which one of those two um, is that? And um, not to say that they aren't trying to be real, but what's the actual truth of the, of the matter? Uh, <clears throat> and even tonight, I was trying to get back to watching television. I honestly have not watched, um, I don't think I've watched anything for about a week, which doesn't seem like a long time. It's probably been longer than a week, actually. And my PVR has been overflowing. I watched an episode, um, well, sort of uh, an episode and a, and a, and a bit of the, um, what was it? It was the, uh, Halloween Gingerbread Showdown, I think it was called, something like that. It turns out it was last season, which I hadn't actually seen. It's only four episodes long, a competitive program. I'd seen I'd seen one or two of the episodes, so I skipped right to the fourth episode. A very unusual thing for me because I do actually enjoy the programs. I do enjoy the the creativity and dealing with adversity, especially in those large builds. Um, so many things can go wrong and often do. And, 
it, it's always interesting to me to see how people respond to those problems. And now, obviously, it's reality television, and I'm sure the problems aren't really as big as they're made out to be most of the time. I mean, when someone's uh, gingerbread house is literally collapsing, there's not much you need to do to enhance it in a uh, dramatic way. But I, I watched uh, that program tonight, and I thought, well, I should probably see what else I have um, to watch. And I started watching a program, a new one for this season. I think it's the ep second episode of uh of uh beyond skinwalker ranch i do you know if you if you've known me at all for the last 20 years you'll know that i did a radio program called the weird show for i don't know a decade or something in which i was very much researching current articles about Odd things, everything from UFOs to Bigfoot to scientific discoveries were often an interesting thing there. So I still love all that stuff. Um, and I still <clears throat> find it fascinating. So things like Skinwalker Ranch have popped up. I started watching Oak Island a few years ago after a friend prompted me. I didn't go back and watch all the previous seasons because there were a lot of them. Um, <clears throat> but I've been a devoted fan of that. And on and on and on. If I go to my, I don't even know if I have the window. I guess I do have the window open here somewhere. To just look at the different things that I've got recorded. Now, <clears throat> if you also know me, then you know for the last four or five years, I've also been um, a big fan of Christmas Hallmarkian movies. And last season got away from me in a significant way. And I have a number of those still on my PVR to be watched. Um, and I haven't really been able to engage in watching them. In fact, that's the other thing is I haven't really engaged with television in a, in a big way over the last year, really, other than the indulgence of the Christmas movies around that holiday season. <clears throat> the only things I seem to have been watching are those, those, uh, uh, those competition shows. And and I and I wonder about that. Am I not? Um, <clears throat> well, the other alternative has I've I've been kind of binging occasionally shows on Netflix or shows on Prime or shows on Disney, and yet I still haven't caught up all of those. I guess what I'm trying to figure out is what does what does it mean to me? What does this particular medium mean to me? What do I want out of this? What is the 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 what is the thing which is occupying the time in the meantime, and how does that translate? Because <clears throat> with a week without television, I certainly have kept myself entertained. I've listened to a number of audiobooks and certainly podcasts. I listen to a lot of those. I've read uh, some physical books as well as well as digital books. You know, I, I've certainly surfed the internet. So, what what place does television hold in, in for me? How much do I feel like I need to catch up and how much can I leave it to later? I'm currently recording Lower Decks. I haven't watched that since the first season, I think. Um, is that something that I that I should just drop? It's not that I don't enjoy it. That's the other thing I'm trying to figure out is it is that I, I do enjoy it. But it's not a priority. 
And it feels wrong not to engage with popular media, especially because, again, I do enjoy these things, as well as they are, are commonalities between myself and 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 friends. Uh, they are a, a space where we get to get to come together and talk. Although I noticed several years ago, um, even when I didn't have cable, um, the shows that I was watching weren't the ones that most of my friends were watching. Um, most of my friends don't have cable. They, they kind of get by without it, although the streaming services fill up that gap. Um, and so I, I wasn't a, a fellowship. It wasn't a commonality between myself and my friends. I, I have individual friends who are into many of the individual things, but no friends which are into this, into a collection of the things that I'm into. It's very strange. And, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out if if I'm doing myself a short change. You know, when I was when I was a kid, television was a regular part of daily entertainment, but it wasn't the only thing I did. And you get a couple of hours, maybe three or three hours a night. Later on, when I was in university, um, I didn't have access to cable for the first couple of years, and I didn't. I wasn't too worried about it. Later on, um, you know. TV has, has occupied a place in, in my existence. Some shows I've gone out of my way to make sure that I see, like Babylon 5. Um, now I own the DVDs of the whole series. And in, in, in a disservice, am I, am I, I don't know, I, this whole time has also been me reexamining the balance of things that I want to do. Even tonight, um, I was spending most of the day rearranging things, as I will be probably doing for most of my downtime um, from here until who knows when. And when it was all done, when I was finished with that for the day, and I kind of knew that that part of my day was done. I had, I kind of knew that by supper time, while I might putter around a little bit, I wasn't going to be doing major things. I also kind of felt a bit tired. My muscles were sore. Um, so I, I'd finished that. And then I thought, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do with the last couple of hours of the day? I had did a little late night grocery shopping because I didn't have some things ready for the morning. But aside from that, um, that was a question. Do I pull out a book? Do I try to write something? Do I try to journal? Do I, do I, you know, are there, what, what projects do I have ongoing? Should I try to fill my, my time with? Or would I watch some television? And in the end, I watch television. And again, I feel whether I am, um, whether it makes sense or not, I feel almost like, uh, you know, I, I'd made an obligation to watch the show. And I did enjoy it. And this is the thing I can't balance properly right now, is what my intellectual pursuits are supposed to be, what I have for... um you know, my go-to list of things to do. I have noticed that my judgment, my relative judgment <clears throat> is impaired. This is the, <clears throat> pardon me. This is the, um, the element of, of executive dysfunction where I see it the most, where I find it very difficult to compare two things and come out with a clear winner. Um, Maybe they're all effectively equivalent on a lot of the the levels I would judge it, but I can't emotionally 
pick a, a winner. And sometimes that's fine. I don't need to pick a winner. I can just pick either one and I'll be satisfied. Although there's always or almost always that sense of, gee, I wish I'd picked the other one. You know, the grass is always greener on the other side sort of phenomenon. Um, and, and I'm struggling now between the the sort of morally satisfying tasks like writing or editing um, and the the emotionally gratifying tasks as well as the, the sort of intellectual engagement of the weird that I get from a lot of these programs, as well as the potential to kind of find behavior to model after or find skill to model after or find um, um, possibilities in cooking, for example, that I want to model myself after, which is what these competition shows, the ones that I enjoy, feel like to me. Um, and in, in the case of the, the haunted Halloween, um, haunted gingerbread soda, it also, in, in, you know, engages some of the thematic elements that I, that I enjoy. Um, and, and I like to see creative people doing creative things in areas where I'm, I'm, I have interest. So it's a long winded kind of discussion, but essentially, <clears throat> do I watch too much television? What do I cut out of the television that I'm watching? And how much television should I watch on a daily basis? How much is that? The, the television in particular, what bugs me and why I like audiobooks and podcasts a lot more most of the time is it's an exclusive activity. I find it impossible to be doing much of anything else if I have a television program in front of me, it engages my auditory senses, engages my visual senses. Um, it doesn't engage my my um, taste receptors. And then I find myself snacking while I'm watching television, as I did tonight. So it kind of hits that sense as well. Not really much for tactile senses, but then again, with the raw skin I have on one finger from just drying out repeatedly, uh, tactile Stimulus is still available, even if not actually, you know, in the, on the pleasurable side of it. But it, 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 attack, it, it attaches itself to my attention and I cannot let it go. Whereas, you know, books do the same. I, I, you know, books don't have an auditory uh, part unless they're audio books. Um, but I do immerse myself in the story. Sometimes I hear the words as I'm reading them. Sometimes it is about the images of the place that's conjuring. Sometimes it's in that weird, blissful, and yet very uh, inexplicable place where I receive the words, I, I know the story, and I'm not getting visual sensations. I'm not getting illusions or, or imaginations. But in fact, the story is being transmitted on the purely informational level, um, which, I, I, again, I find that very bizarre. I know some friends who don't have the ability for kind of internal imagination. Um, they, they're imaginative people, but they, they can't do the visualization elements of it. I know other people who, for anything, um, good, bad, or ugly, they're sort of an un, uh, unwanted, immediate um, uh, hallucination that forms, um, which encompasses that thing, which means it can be very disturbing for them to hear things, to read things, um, which conjure those images. I have that on occasion as well. 
Um, and on other occasions, nothing at all. And at other occasions, it's very deliberate uh, moments of the scene. It's very strange. But, if I, you know, watching TV is an exclusive. Watching a movie is an exclusive. It engages two of my main senses and the rest all get dragged in. If I'm listening to an audiobook, I can do something else. Although I can do something with language. But it's very good when I'm walking. I can't watch TV while I'm walking. But I can certainly listen to an audiobook or podcast. So I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I need to make a moral judgment beyond the, 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 um, uh, the sort of pleasure of the moment. Do I need to make a moral judgment and say that television is a lower quality activity that I need to avoid? Um, I have news feeds that I will load up from time to time. I enjoy apartment therapy as a particular, uh, a particular news feed, which I, I read a lot of and the kitchen with no E. Um, they're both from the same company, I think. So they, they kind of cross over articles, but um, I enjoy reading articles about how to make your household run better uh, or how to cook things better or what, how to judge the utensils or the, the, the tools you have in your kitchen uh, or in your apartment or house or whatever. But is that a lower quality activity? There are dozens of articles, but most of them would not actually attract my attention or don't, not that they don't attract my attention, everything attracts my attention. It's that they, they don't, I don't respond to them in a, in a deep and, and uh, thorough way. Uh, I skim a lot. So is the skimming activity itself a, a low quality activity? I'm forced to do that with my email. I'm forced to do that with so many things. Skimming, partially because sometimes it's difficult to engage my imagination and partially because I feel the pressure of all the things I have not experienced. Uh, and and want to move beyond these things so that I can experience those uh, beyond the, the immediate things so I can experience those other things. Until, of course, the focus does not follow. I've had that problem recently, too, where I just want to do something interesting, but I cannot focus on it. I cannot. There's a fog that forms between me and it. Strangely enough, it's not an intellectual fog because I have found myself in that fog Quite happily and quite quite adequately, tackling the New York Times crossword puzzle, um, you know, without the intellectual stumbling blocks you might expect if you are, say, fatigued or having a, you know, a sugar related or biologically related um, uh, issue. So it's a very strange. It's it's a it's kind of like a fog in my desire to do something else. <laughs> I don't know. In any case, oh dear, for someone who wasn't thinking he was going to talk that much, here I go on and on again. You'd think I'd work in radio. You'd think I'd do this stuff for my radio show, but I don't. In any case, I've been wondering out loud. I'm Mark the Encaffeinated One. This too, this activity too, is one I, I, I feel like I need to pass some moral judgment on. Is this a beneficial activity? Does anyone get anything out of it? Yes, there are some people who listen. Uh, and occasionally I feel like I hit upon, uh, you know, uh, not a solution, but I hit upon a, a more interesting way to ask a question usually uh, on occasion. And uh, maybe that stimulus needs to be in the world for others to think about these things and do something greater. Or, or maybe it is shouting into the wind. I, I don't really know. 
But do I pass the moral judgment on it? I hadn't before. And for the past week or so, I kind of had a little bit. But tonight, I don't know. Plus, it's beyond midnight now, so I've broken that particular pact that I had hoped to follow. In any case, in days to follow, I will once again turn on the microphone and speak. I have no idea which days, although it feels like an old pattern is reasserting itself. If I can manage to avoid watching TV until it's too late, perhaps I'll I'll start a bit earlier. But with inconsistency now, um, uh, almost a formal addition to the rule set for this particular podcast, it's entirely possible that I won't talk to you again tomorrow. But I'll think about it, and maybe you'll find out tomorrow.